Being Reasonable comes to you from the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Mark Solomon, and you are taking part in Being Reasonable, the weekly conversation show that focuses on how we've arrived on our steadfast views and our desire to know what is true. To participate in this friendly collaboration, all you need is respectfulness and an honest interest in the truth. We can all improve the way we form and consider our beliefs. And we can do so by being reasonable. One, two. On this week's show, we discuss the diverse beliefs of Jessica, Audrey, Chris, and Sharita, four more attendees of the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo recently held in Raleigh, North Carolina. So let's speak with Jessica, Audrey, Chris, and Sharita. But first, a show note. In addition to this week's recordings being conducted with face coverings, the acoustics of the expo building were loud and reverberative, which led to below-par sounding audio at times. Karma. Tell me a little bit more about what you believe about karma. That the energy you give out, you get back. Maybe not necessarily instantly or eventually it comes around, whether it be good or bad. So the energy that you give out, it comes back to you somehow. Yes. On a scale from one to seven, Okay. how confident are you that this belief is true? I don't really know that there's a confidence behind it since it is a belief because everybody has their own, you know? I know that I see it sometimes and sometimes I don't, so it stands, but it, it all depends on the circumstances, I feel like. Just trying to understand where you're coming from. Yeah. So you have this belief, but you're not confident that this belief is true? It's not that it's not true, but the confidence in it, I guess it varies on the situation, on like the severity of a situation, on whether the karma, on how your energy comes back to you. I feel like different events in your life are connected. Well, do you think it's a true belief? Yes. Okay. But everybody's confidence in it is different. So, so you, people can have different confidence levels in the belief. Yeah. Regardless, that belief is true. Yes. Okay. How important is it for you to believe in things that are true? That are true? Mm -hmm. On a scale from one to seven, let's say. Um just in general things, whether they're true. So how important is it for you to believe in things that are true if they're in fact true? True. Yeah, it would be important. How do you know your belief is true? How do I know? Mm -hmm. I would say just uh, based on, like if I give out a negative energy and then I see it come back to me in a way, and like I said, it's not necessarily instantly or but it has its way of coming back and maybe you don't tie it to that because you don't think about it in that way. But I've, I can definitely feel the, the difference of energy. If you do something good, something good does come back. And even with the simplest things in life, you can see little actions that people do back for you because you did something or, you know. So are you telling me that if in your life you began to experience yourself doing good things to other people 
and that didn't come back to you for whatever reason, that stopped coming back, would you say that you would no longer hold that belief? Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't hold the belief because in times you do see it and in times you don't. In times it's stronger, in times it's not. But just hypothetically, if for whatever reason, I'm not saying this is the case, but for yeah. whatever reason, if you stopped seeing that, would you still have the belief? Yes. Because of the fact that it is different and that it, it has, it does happen. Um, I put a lot of energy into people and they don't necessarily put the same energy. Well, and I know you experience it, so, I do. Yeah. But if, hypothetical, <laughs> okay. if you stopped experiencing it, Okay. I think you're telling me you'd still have the belief, or maybe you wouldn't. I just no. I would. I would still have the belief that karma is a thing. It's just not necessarily applied in a timely manner. Like I said, it's not instant. So me being nice to these people now doesn't mean they're going to be nice to me. Maybe somebody else is going to be what I needed and not them. Well, could there be anything that would show you that your belief in karma? was false if it was false. And I'm not saying it's false. I'm sure there is something that probably could tell me, but a belief at the end of the day is on your own standing. So if somebody had something to say to me on karma, but, then But I presumably would be... you want to believe in true things. Yes. Right. Yes, of course. Everybody wants to believe in true things. What If somebody tried to prove that karma was not real or one, they can't because people can't exactly prove that it's it's there either. And when they do, they, there's people that speculate it, you know? Um, a belief is within your foundation and what you believe in. So with whether somebody was trying to tell me if it was wrong or right, I don't necessarily know that that would change my view. Then how do you know that it's true? Well, there's no telling that it's exactly true, but if I believe it to be true, then it is for me. How does you believing that it's true make it true? For my own, um, for like my own mind and the way that I process it or I take it and beliefs, everybody, okay, like religion, everybody has their own religion or their own beliefs that make them who they are, that make them a better person or a worse person. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell somebody that they're wrong for this, even if there is proof or there's not, you know, people. Well, maybe I can give you an example. You see these flowers? Yes. There is either an even or odd number of flowers. I don't know the answer. I assume you don't know the answer either. No. But there is a truth there, an objective universal truth about how, whether there is an even or odd number of flowers. Does what I believe, whether there is an even or odd number of flowers, have anything to do whether there is an even or odd number of flowers? No. So my question is, how does my personal belief have anything to do with what's true? Um, as far as truth and reality, I don't know that your belief or my belief necessarily would um, because it is just that, a belief. It can be proven wrong and it can be proven right. It all depends on who you're talking to. Um, so as far as beliefs and standpoint and reality, I feel like it's up to the individual and how they take it. If you have a belief that can be proven wrong and a belief that can be proven right, is that really a true belief, like true and real? Well, it can be proven right or wrong in somebody else's eyes, but like if I say I believe in karma and I do, 
nothing you say is going to change my mind. You may make me, oh, wait a minute, question it, but I'm not, I'm not, if I stand solidly on my belief and I believe it's true or I have confidence in it, like you said, then what you say to me, it might, it may shake me, but it's, it's not going to stop me from that belief. Same thing as... So if you believe there's an even number of flowers, I believe there's an odd number of flowers, both of our beliefs are true. Until we're proven wrong. And even if we are proven wrong, you know, you could be like, well, this counts as a flower and technically in reality it doesn't. So, you know, there's, I feel like there's fine lines in people's beliefs. It's not necessarily a, a black or white. Everybody has their own things that they believe in. It's the same thing as re religion. Like that's a big topic of beliefs. You can have conversations with people that will swear up and down and give you all this proof that they have that religion is is not real, that God's not real, that Jesus isn't real. But then you'll have a conversation with somebody who does believe in that and they'll give you all the proof and everything that it is. What if I said, I want to believe what is true and real regardless of what anyone else believes? That doesn't matter to me. I just want to know what's true and real. If it's true, I want to believe it. If it's not true, I don't want to believe it. Well, I feel like for you, that would be, one, it would be hard because you don't know if things are true. I could tell you, you know, my shirt's purple. That doesn't mean it's true. You know, you we, any way we could find out whether the even or odd flower example is true? Count them. Count them. <laughs> or if there's a package, it says it. So it seems know. like we could count them and get an answer. And yeah. there's a universal truth. And it doesn't matter what I believe. There is an answer. But are you going to take, you know, this is three flowers or one, you know? Uh-huh. And if something is a flower or not a flower, wouldn't it be a flower or not a flower for both of us? Yeah. That's the same thing as people. Um... So it doesn't I, matter. I get where you're going with the uh -huh. knowing the truth. Uh -huh. And I feel like knowing the truth, everybody has their own truth. Everybody has their own idea. You when you say everyone has their own truth, I think how I'm hearing it now is that everyone has their own opinion. Their own what? Opinion. Opinion. That, yes. They do have their own opinion, but they do have their own truth within situations they're living or, you know, their beliefs. It's their truth. It's not anybody else's. I have different beliefs than you probably do, but that, you know, our reality is still the same. This is where we live. I mean, as long, I don't see, I don't get why you would only want to know what is real and true when there's a lot of things that are real and true, but that doesn't mean that they're believed by everyone. You're saying that there are things that are real and true that are not believed by everyone. And I think I see what you're saying. Right. What if I said that things are real and true and how you know that they're real and true is that it doesn't matter what I believe. It's just real and true. If I didn't exist, it was still real and true. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like that's an iffy thing because to get like further into it, you know, everybody does have their beliefs and what's real to somebody isn't real to somebody else. So, Everybody's opinion. Couldn't it be said that 
what's real to somebody is not real to somebody else, but there still could be a truth there, an answer. We might not know what it is. Oh, absolutely. I guess what I'm saying, like when your belief, if your belief happens to be true, and it might be, that whether you believed in it or not would have no bearing on whether it was really true. No. It was just true. Yeah. So you're saying that you want to know only what's real and true, not... I would like to believe in things that are true, and if it's not true, I don't want to believe in it. Okay. Which that makes sense. That's what most people would want. So going back to what I said, everybody has their own truth. Everybody has their own belief and feelings, kind of, what goes behind things. So I can be told something, whether it's true or not. You know, everybody can be told something. And if I believe it, then I have a feeling that goes behind it. And normally it's that, oh, yeah, like, this is true or I believe this versus some things people will be, say to you and you're like, come on, dude. Have you, you ever know? had feelings about a belief and those feelings turned out to be incorrect for whatever reason? Yeah, and they very well could be. Um, But either way, I feel like you should listen to that feeling that you get because there's a reason it's there. Last question. Go ahead. If your belief happened not to be true, would you want to know it? Would I want to know? I would want to know for the reality of what it is. If If I was proven that it wasn't true and then in a way that I felt it was proven enough to me, then maybe it could shake me enough to, to know that it, that it isn't true and to not believe in it. Um, but I haven't been proven, and I don't really know that anybody, I'm sure somebody could prove it. But nobody Are you has. saying that someone could prove that what you believe is not true? I'm sure somebody could try, but nobody has. Can you prove something is not true? For example, if I believe the musician, Buddy Holly, he died, but he came back and he's a god now. Buddy Holly is a god. He's a god? This is my example. Okay. (laughs) How could you prove to me that that's not true, even though it probably isn't? How could I prove to you that it's not true? That it's not true, even though it probably isn't true. Well, I feel like if it's not true, there would be a lot of evidence to say that it's not. Um, you have like an, how could you show me that it's not true? The fact that he's he's not here. Um, most, yeah, because and I say, well, he's a god, so you yeah. know, gods are you know. You know, so um, it's hard to prove to somebody that something does not exist. Because when I hear someone say that to me, what I'm hearing is, is that it would be really hard for someone to show you that your belief wasn't true if it wasn't true. That there'd be no way for you to know that it wasn't true if it wasn't true. What do you think about that? So, it would would be hard for somebody to prove uh, that a belief was wrong or anything, because it is just that, a belief. It's a foundation of, you know, beliefs can be a foundation for different things, for why you do things, for reasonings behind your behavior, for your emotion, you know, all types of different things. They have different connections. It's, it all depends on the person. For 
me specifically, yes, it would be hard. I think it would be challenging for somebody to explain to me exactly how something doesn't exist unless they had accurate proof because that's the type of person I am. Um, for me, karma, I've, I've felt it. So to me, that's my foundation of belief for it. I've seen it. Um, I've seen where it does, it's not immediate and I've seen where it doesn't exactly happen. You know, it, it doesn't happen over everything, but there is a chain reaction to all of your behavior. Therefore, it does come back. And that's what I believe. And I know there's lots of people that believe in it. There's lots of people that are like, eh, whatever, it doesn't. And if that's what makes them a better person, then good for them. But my belief is that it is true. And unless somebody can sufficiently prove to me that it's not, it's going to stand. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. We continue our conversations with four attendees of the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo recently held in Raleigh, North Carolina, coming up after this short break. Hi, this is Mark Solomon, host of Being Reasonable. Do you like the show and want to help? Please subscribe to Being Reasonable as a podcast and maybe even write us a review. Thanks. I believe with all my heart that the human body was created in excellence. I believe that if you give it what it needs, it will heal itself. I believe firmly that all the disease that we see is really dis-ease. It is the result of programs that we uploaded without really meaning to, without even knowing to. Unlike a belief, it's common, that we were created in sin and we were born in sin and you have to spend the rest of your life trying to outgrow that sin or come out from underneath that mantle of sin. I believe that every spirit comes into this world as an expression of the divine mind of the creator. Call the creator what you want. You can call him the source. I call it an it actually because it's neither male nor female. It is an energy source, a power source. You believe that human beings are created in excellence. Instead of in sin. Instead of in sin. And by excellence, we mean what? All the things that you need to be all that you can be, mentally, physically, spiritually, are already within you. It is a journey of unfolding that, getting out of the way of that so that it can express itself. On a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that this belief is true? 10. On a scale from one to seven, how important is it for you to believe in true things? Extremely, 10. How do you know this belief is true? My soul knows it. How do you mean? I believe every soul has a truth meter that defies words. Like you can, a mother or a parent can look at a child and know when the child's telling a lie. Or you can look at your pet and your pet knows that it was the guilty one that pulled all the toilet paper off the roll. And you know it, you don't have to say it, there are no words, you just know it. So you know it because your soul knows it. Let's say, for example, Tommy is sitting next to you. 
Tommy does not share that belief. Let's say he shares the opposite belief. Let's say he believes that people aren't created in excellence. Let's say they're created, as you suggested before, in sin. And he believes it because his soul told him that that's true. How can we find out the truth? Whether what he's saying is correct about people are created in an image of sin, and what you're saying is that people are created in an image of excellence. I would allow Tommy to believe whatever he wills. That's his right. Sure. I look at how it operates in his life. Does it impel him and compel him to make progress? Or does it hold him back? How does he interact with other people? What if we wanted to know the truth? Because it doesn't seem like both could be correct because they're kind of opposite beliefs. How do we go about knowing what is real, what is true about the world? It's whatever is true for you. If something is true for me, does that make it true? It's true in your, it's, what, it's the same question as asking what is real or what is reality. It's whatever it is for you in your experience. For example, you see these flowers right here? There is either an even or odd number of flowers. I don't know what the answer is. I'm assuming you don't know what the answer is, but there is a truth there. There's an objective universal truth and it doesn't matter what I believe and it doesn't matter what you believe, whether it's my personal truth or not, it would seem that would be irrelevant. There is an answer whether there is an even or odd number of flowers. So how can a personal truth in that sense be true? Well, I go back to what you see depends on how you're looking at it. That same number of odd or even flowers, if I'm looking at it from one perspective, I will see only a certain number of flowers. Whether they're actually there or not in that moment won't really matter. How does what you are perceiving have anything to do with whether there's an even or odd number of flowers? Then I would say, well, what does it matter? Well, it might not matter. And that's why I asked you on a scale from one to seven, how important is truth to you? Yeah, and, and so it, it, for me, it comes back to in my little world, whatever is true for me allows me to move through this experience in a way, a holistic way, if not to sound like too many platitudes, but. So you're saying that your belief is helpful, but not necessarily true. Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of a circular reasoning there. How so? But uh, to me, whatever is true is whatever you believe. And that's based upon your experience. Whatever is true is whatever you believe. So I guess that means that everything is true. If you think it is, whatever you, whatever you believe, whether you're right or wrong, if you believe it, you're right. Because in some circumstance, in some context, it actually is right. So if it there is, is an even number of flowers, and I believe that there is an odd number of flowers, that's true. Sure. But that, that's so perfectly what's going on in the world right now. Isn't it? Yeah. It's 1,000% what's going on right now. This, this mask, for instance, if a person believes that it protects them from this virus, then so be it. It works for them. It allows them to coexist. Scientifically, and this kind of is really a, a software going back to what you're saying, scientifically, you can find people that will say it's true or it isn't true. And it all depends on what agenda you're trying to advance. So whether masks work 
you can say it's true or not true. Couldn't there be a way to find out whether it's true or not true? Is there a way, a test we could find out? Like we have a thousand people who wear masks and we have a thousand people who don't wear masks. And then two weeks later, we measure how they do. And if there's a difference between the groups, we might be able to get to a universal objective truth about whether masks work. Sure. Well, again, for me, everything is contextual. Truth is contextual. And I can't, I, I must come back to whatever it is that you believe is true for you in that moment. What is killing and what is, what is murder? What is, um, it all depends on the context. If you believe that there's an even number of flowers and I believe that is, that there is an odd number of flowers, how can they both be true? I would still go back and say, unless it really matters, I would bless you and say, believe what you will. Unless it really matters, unless I'm paying you for the flowers <laughs> and I want you to give me my, you're telling me you're selling me five and I can count five, fine. If not, and in that case, I would just not do business with you if you didn't agree. And it might not matter. That's why I asked you at the beginning, how important is truth to you? And you said quite high. And do you want to revise that? No, I would just add it's contextual because it, it only, it, there is a, people kill each other over what they say is true. It's true. And people who disagree with what I believe is true or what you believe is true are willing to go to war yeah. over that. Mm -hmm. I say that the easy, the workaround for that is believe what you want. I will care what you say. I will know what you believe by how you act. What if somebody believes in something that detrimentally impacts you? Then I would seek to isolate myself from whatever their particular belief is. It would seem to me that we live in a time where people can have diametrically opposed beliefs. And it seems that it could be getting us into trouble, especially if both sides believe fervently what they believe is true. I wonder if sometimes people have these personal beliefs, these opinions, and they think that it's a universal objective truth, but it might not be. What do you think? I'd have to see it in context. If a person says that I believe the world is flat and another person says I believe the world is round, in my world, I don't really care. If you tell me that example... Um, but there's a truth there. There is a truth. And I, I personally have no way to verify it. So, so you don't know whether the earth is flat or round. And the big picture is I don't care. It, it, that's why I say context for me is very important. So uh, if you tell me, for example, that um, the, the truth is that everybody needs to take the vaccine, I'm going to seek to verify that and I'm going to look at it. How are you going to verify that? Well, I'll look at what is the position of the people who are advancing that notion. What are your facts? What's the basis for it? And then I will know, well, there's a couple of ways you can detect things. But like why that. would that matter? Because if everyone has their personal beliefs and they're all true, why does it matter what this person says or that person says? Because isn't everything true? I say that as long a person is entitled to believe whatever they will, 
as long as the consequences or the results of that belief do not negatively impact me. So if someone says um, vaccines are mandatory and I have evidence from, and this, and this is always the way the law works and the way science works. It's the preponderance of evidence. Mm -hmm. And then very often as we evolve and our knowledge and understanding evolves, you come to understand eh, some of that's true, but the effect of all that is not necessarily the best truth. So you're telling me that if you had a lot of evidence that your belief was not true, then you would no longer believe it. I would change it. I wouldn't know as I would cast it out wholesale. Is there anything that you could learn that would change your belief? I'm always open to learning new things. Always. That's what evolution is. That's what personal growth is. But certain things, for me, certain things are unchangeable. Is your belief unchangeable? Well, for example, the belief in a supreme being, a supreme source, an omnipotent power that knows all and sees all. Uh -huh. Nothing and no one can change my belief that such a thing exists. Now, what it, what it is, what you call it, that has morphed over time. Let me ask you a question about that. Is it useful to have a belief, any belief at all, whether it is a God or whatever, that can't be shown to be false? Because if a belief can't be shown to be false, then how do we really know if it's true? If a belief can't be shown to be false, if it's false, I'm not saying it's false, but if it's false, and how can we really know that it's true? Because nothing can show us otherwise. Well, I guess it's a question of focus. Um, I would not put much energy in trying to have something that I really believe in be proven false. I, I don't go by what people say. I go by what they do. A lot of my input is, is what I can see, touch, taste, smell, feel, and what my truth meter knows. All the rest of it, I'm a very basic kind of person in that respect. And if I don't see there's a real value in it, I just don't entertain it. Well, I really appreciate you talking with me. Yeah. That was very nice. <laughs> Last question. If your belief wasn't true, I'm not saying this is the case, but if it wasn't, would you want to know it? If my belief was not true, would I want to know it? It would depend on context. Context and timing. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. We continue our conversations with four attendees of the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo recently held in Raleigh, North Carolina, coming up after this short break. Do you live in the Triangle, North Carolina area and wish to be considered as a guest for the show? Contact us by going to beingreasonableshow.com. I believe that dragons existed and do exist to this day. Okay. And I believe they've been an integral part of every culture throughout history. That's interesting. I haven't heard that one. Okay, so you believe that dragons exist 
exist, exist now and have existed in the past. On a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that this belief is true? Seven being the highest? Mm -hmm. Seven. And on a scale from one to seven, how important is it for you to believe in things that are true? Well, I guess that would depend on what you mean by true, because there's very few actual truths in this universe. There's very few actual universal laws that are true. As true as based on a perspective reality, it can be distorted in any direction. Well, let me uh, use an example then. When you walk by here, there's that big tub of popcorn over there. There is either an even or odd number of kernels in that popcorn tub. I might not know the answer, you might not know the answer, but there's an answer there. And I might believe there's an even number of popcorn kernels, you might believe there's an odd number of popcorn kernels, but when I'm thinking of, is it something true, that the answer is the answer. And it doesn't matter what we believe, it doesn't matter, I could argue that there's an even number, you can argue that there's an odd number, it just is what it is. That's what I think about when I think about something that's true. Well, I can honestly say that I spend a lot of my time to dispel false realities. So your definition of true would be everything I seek. So it would be very important for my belief to be held true. How do you know that your belief is true? From what I've experienced and from studying ancient cultures throughout history, seeing the symbolism of the dragon, listening to the, the, the mythos of the dragon, the stories, every religion, just it's, it's all pervasive across history. So I take that into account because if a million people say there's an even number of popcorn kernels, then most likely there's an even number of popcorn kernels. But also just from my experience and understanding for an example, throughout thousands of years of humans living on Earth, I think it could be said that up until relatively recently, humans believed that the sun rotated around the Earth. A lot of people believed it. And still to this day, some do. <laughs> so what does the number of people who believe in something have to do with that thing being true? I guess there's many different ways to answer that question. I mean, if you're if you're a walker of a spiritual path, there's a good chance that your path believes that if your will and your intent believes in something strong enough, you make your own reality. You can make it to be true, and if enough people believe something to be true, it can be created. So um, if enough people believe that the sun circles the earth, then that is true? Uh, how do you, I guess my question would be is, I don't know whether the sun circles the earth or I don't know whether the earth circles the sun. I know what scientists tell me, but I've never been up in space. I don't know because I don't believe anything anybody tells me. I believe what I believe from my direct experience. Doctors tell me you get the flu from a virus. I'm not a doctor. I've never seen a virus. I don't know that I believe what they tell me because I don't trust them, but I've never had direct experience to tell me one way or the other. So I'm a man of possibilities. 
I'm a man that until something is proven right or wrong to me in my reality, I have to concede that it may be a possibility. So back to my example, if someone believes that the sun circles the earth and they really believe it because when you look outside, the direct experiences is that it, it seems like that. So that's then true. I guess. Because it's like a lot of people had this thing with good and bad and true it goes with good and bad. Well, what's good and bad? You know, really, what is good and bad? It's up to your perspective, reality, what you deem good or what the collective as a whole deems good or what, you know what I mean? But in reality, really, what is good and bad? Doesn't really have an answer. It's, it, it's all our perspective. And each and every one of us is our own little perspective reality. We're a million different worlds in this room, right? Well, a thousand different worlds in this room right now because there's a thousand different people. But each person is your own little perspective reality. So, and that's, that's, that's my terms that I think in. I don't necessarily think in terms of true or good, bad, hot or cold. I think in terms of what the way it really is, you know? And to use what you're discussing, what I think what I'm talking about is let's say somebody thinks that popcorn is bad and somebody thinks that popcorn is good. And that's their perception. And I'm just trying to, when I think about truth, I'm really trying to discuss, can we agree that there's popcorn? Yeah. Is that what is, is really about truths, right? Mm -hmm. So a few truths that I hold near and dear that, because I, I like to test the truth, is energy can neither be created nor destroyed. You know, Newtonian laws, energy in motion tends to stay in motion unless otherwise enacted upon by an outside force, in which case it's uh, kinetic energy, and when the resistance is left, the energy remains in motion. It's energy has to stay in motion. Those are the universal truths. So when you're talking about something like the second law of thermodynamics, how do we know that that is true? You can see it in everything. There's, there's nothing you can't water. When you, when you dam up, you can dam up a small stream. Well, how do we know, like, how does humanity know that that principle is true? Observation. We're able to test, make a test. Right. We're able to do experiments or something and find out that that is a universal truth. Right. Yeah. In your belief about dragons, is there a test that we could do to know that if your belief is true, if it's true, or no, if it's not true, to know that too. Is there a test that we could employ? If there is one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the answer to that. I can say that I don't know of one. If your belief was not true, is there a way we could find that out? Again, I wouldn't have the answer to that. Is it useful to believe in anything, anything at all, that can't be shown to be false, if it's false. I'm not saying it's false, but if it's false. If you can't show your belief is false, if it's false, then how do you really know that it's true? Well, that's the whole concept of belief. Belief doesn't always require the truth to be shown. There's a lot of people that believe in stuff that their world would crumble if their belief was proven otherwise. A lot of belief is blind, and that's why one of the reasons I have a, a big problem with religion is because you're you're not allowed, majority of the time, with religious doctrine, you're not allowed to question, you just have to accept and believe. You can't have an open mind that'll allow you to change that belief. You're either all in or all out. So help me out for one second. I asked you in the beginning, I said, 
how confident are you that your belief is true and it was a seven? And then I asked you, how important is it for you to believe in true things? And that was a seven. And so, but I think what you're telling me now is that, that having the belief is important, but it doesn't necessarily have to be true. To me, it does. If someone was able to prove that that the whole everything about a dragon was always in everyone's mind, it was always imaginary, it was made up throughout every culture, cultures that never even had an influence upon the other. If someone was able to prove to me beyond a reasonable doubt, then I would change my belief systems because that would negate my belief because it is important for me to believe in truth. But if I have no way to prove it, then I just have to believe and try to prove it any way I can until it's proven otherwise or I feel otherwise of that. But and I'm flexible. And again, I'm not saying your belief is not true. What I'm saying is, is if it wasn't true, is there a straightforward way to discover that truth? Not that I know of. I guess I thought you were asking... So when I say it's true for me to believe in truth, right? It's important for me to believe in true things. But yet I'm sitting here saying I believe in something that can't be proven. How does that, it sounds like a dichotomy, but it's really not. Because as long as you sit with an open mind and you're willing to, you're willing, well, you're willing to be open to the contrary, basically. That's where, that's where you have the extremism of religious fanatics because even if you can prove there's a, a you know, a, uh, you can poke a hole in their theory, it, to them, they're, they're so closed-minded, it doesn't matter. It is the way it is, uh, you know, you, they don't hear you. So with your, with your belief about dragons, if someone could show you, to your satisfaction, of course, give you evidence that there doesn't seem to be evidence that dragons exist, I don't know, something like that. If they could prove to me otherwise, if, if they, they could, could prove, prove to, to me they didn't exist, then I would have to accept that because it, to me, it was proof that I needed. I'm, I'm open to, to say I'm wrong. That's, I, I guess it's a bottom line. I'm open to change and say, you know what, you're right. Is it possible to show someone that something doesn't exist? I think you can lead them to it, but they have to see it for themselves. Does that make sense? You, you can give them all the, the facts and you can give them everything, but for you to show them, if they're not willing to accept it, they're not going to see it. So you can't show it to them, but they have to accept it. So really, they're, they're kind of showing it to themselves, if that makes sense. Just like I can't make you do something. I can't, I can't make you stop smoking. But, well, for example, let's say I believe in unicorns. For I mean, just an example. Sure, you have every right to believe in unicorns. That's fine. <laughs> sure. And if unicorns did not exist, I'm trying to think how I could show myself they didn't exist if they didn't exist. How do you show the absence of something? How could you show me that unicorns don't exist if they don't exist? How could you help me, sh help show you, me that? You really can't. 
You really can. Because there's there's so many. I mean, it's the unknown. You can't prove the unknown. Because even if they don't exist in this dimension, in this realm, in this time, in this space, who's to say they don't exist in another dimension, another realm, another time, or another space? You know, just because we can't see it here in front of us in this very room doesn't mean it doesn't exist in New Delhi, India, or 10 million years ago, or on another planet halfway across the solar system, galaxy. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. How do you prove that? You can't. You can't prove the unknown. It's direct experience is your best guide, really. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. We continue our conversations with four attendees of the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo recently held in Raleigh, North Carolina, coming up after this short break. Tesla, right? I put in my mind that I want a certain car. I can actually smell it. I can see it, right? 
and I put that in my subconscious mind and put the energy out there and it'll be me, it'll happen. So if you think that you want something or desire something, you start thinking about it and by thinking about it, that makes that thing come true. Well, you have to have affirmations as well. You have to speak it. You have to feel it. You have to act as if it's already done, like you have it already. And you I have believe... to believe that you've already have the car. Yes. I see. Yes. On a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that this belief is true? Nine. We do one through seven here. Oh, one through seven. <laughs> Six. 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 So pretty, pretty confident, almost completely confident. <laughs> on a scale from one to seven, how important is it for you to believe in things that are true? I can't answer that because I would have to reevaluate what is what's being said. And does that make sense? Let me put it a different way. How important is it for you to believe in things that have been shown to be true and real? I still think if, if it's still shown and you see it, doesn't mean if it's true. So I will give that a two. A two? Okay. Two. So it's not that important for you no. to believe in things that are true. It it is well. That's a, that's, a, that's a difficult question to answer. So for example, with your belief that by thinking and believing that you have something that you wish to have, it's an important belief for you, it seems, but I think you're saying is that belief might necessarily be true, but you still have that belief and that's okay for you to have that belief. Yes. That's very interesting. I think we're the story, like we, we write our own story. Yes, we believe in God, we believe in the universe, but we still have the free will to change our mind. If I believe that something is gonna happen and it hasn't happened yet, and I already put in my mind that it's already happened, I believe it's already happened, I'm gonna receive it. I think you're telling me that you believe in this belief, but whether this belief is true or not, doesn't matter. Does not matter. Does not matter. Because I'm the one believing it. If you have an opinion on it, that's fine. Like, or if anybody has a but, as long as I believe in that belief, then it's, it's fine, I guess. It's kind of a give and take question to me. Try and understand. So I think more important, our subconscious mind and our conscious mind is what determines our belief or not, if something had happened. If I sit here and say I want a million dollars and I don't believe that I'll have it, if I can say it and I don't think that I have it, I'm not going to receive it because I don't feel like I deserve it. Okay, well, maybe we can use this example, okay. this thought experiment. Let's suppose that I believe that I have stacks of gold bullion in my closet. Okay. I've never looked to see if that's true, <laughs> but I believe it. And it makes me feel good right. that I believe it. That's right. And again, I haven't checked. Okay. What do you think about my belief that there are stacks of gold bullion in my closet. Should I go along believing it because it makes me feel good, even though it might not be true? I think you should go along and believe it. Because it's not, it's not a your, it's none of your business how it got there. Or it, 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 it could be a number of scenarios how it could have gotten there in your closet. Well, let's suppose for the purposes of this conversation, <laughs> it's not there. Okay. But I believe that it's there. Okay. Should I go along believing it or should I get rid of the belief? Get another belief. So I should get another belief. So it sounds like you're telling me that believing in things that are true is important to you. It works for me. It serves me for- Because you, you said on a scale from one to seven, 
it's a two, mm -hmm. but you're telling me in this situation, it might be higher than a two because you're telling me that because the belief isn't true, I shouldn't believe it. That's a good question. Because it sounds like I'm not believing in it either. But then again, I am. So that is a great question. I have to think on that. I, don't, I can't answer that. I just want to know what you think. There's no right answer. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What made you come up with that question, may I ask? Well, now that's a good question. For some people, and this has been my experience, is that they only want to believe in things that have been shown to be universally, objectively true, shown to be true in the universe, right? And some people don't care about that. Some people want to believe what they want to believe, and they don't really care if it's true or not. It's just their own personal beliefs. Okay, I am one of those people. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Well, yeah, I do appreciate you talking to me about that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. From the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina, I'm Mark Solomon, and you've just listened to another episode of Being Reasonable. Questions? Thoughts? Connect with us at beingreasonableshow.com. See you next week.
long shadows cross deepest voids and fields unknown Dreams too hard to paddle must grab onto rocks and don't let go Sea waves collide with monsoons can't ride out and break through to you You are one and are bound with your path and only Your life.